Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome the lovely and talented Phil Mackey. Score ah, yes. 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 I'll just pa- I'll pause here for you to all shower me with praise. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Ooh, Great. Ooh. Amazing. Yeah, talented. Did you, wait a second. Did you, uh, did you, you hear, do you hear that, uh, that in the background? What is that? Uh, what's that? What's that noise? Oh, oh. Ding, 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 ding. They're on a roll, baby. They won again last night. Let's get it. They won again yesterday, so that's a good thing. Oh, look, I, I, Phil, am I, am I nuts? They came back from the All-Star break a completely different team. What happened? I mean, sometimes, I don't know, you just get away from here. It's like, you know, you get away from your family for a few days, and you come back, and, okay, okay, I guess I did, uh, I guess I did miss hanging around with them. Maybe they just yeah. needed, like, three or four days off from, from seeing each other. So they are currently the hottest team in baseball, mm-hmm. eight wins in their last ten games. They get uh, and the Mariners are underachieving, but not a bad team. It's not like beating the Oakland A's for three games. Right. Where they're literally right. they're playing in sewage, and uh, they <laughs> their their record is sewage. But the good news is, you get two more games against the Mariners, and then this weekend you travel to Kansas City. Oh, Kansas God. City! I don't know if oh. you saw this. This morning, their owner came out, or like one of like the the members of the family that owns the Royals. They came out and they wrote an open letter to the fans basically apologizing for how bad they are because they're trying to get a new stadium built. Right. But they're on pace to win, like, 50 games all summer. Oh. And so so the owner came out and said, uh, basically, to sum up the thousand words of, of drivel, we're sorry, we're trying to get this thing back to where it was, and mm-hmm. we may need your help paying for, like, a $2 billion stadium. So uh, so you get that team this weekend. You can keep this thing going if you... Uh, you keep getting some hits because my long history with baseball and loving baseball forever you say the words kansas city i think of george brett every time <laughs> I, yeah, just in fact, I think i think it was i saw a clip over the weekend i think it was the anniversary this last weekend of the uh, the pine tar thing Remember oh yeah that? yes sir where he had too much pine tar he didn't he hit a home run against the yankees or something mm-hmm. like a big home run and uh great gamesmanship and the yankees Said, hey, that, that, why don't you check that bat for uh, for pot? So they set, they set it on home plate. They like measure 
you know, if the pine tar is is greater than the width of home plate, then I guess you get ejected. And he almost murdered the umpire. <laughs> God, he was what a great player. What a phenomenal. That's one thing about baseball. Man. I just, you know, look, I'm a basketball fan, a football fan. I don't know much about hockey, but, you know, a lot, a lot of friends that played hockey back in the day. I mean, Louie Nanny. What what more do you want to say about hockey than Lou Nanny, right? Legend, legend, legendary. But but the baseball thing, I just I, I have loved baseball since I was nine years old. The Twins first uh, came to town from Washington, and I look back at all those players like the George Bretts of the world, and it just God, great memories. Great. Who memories. are like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot with this one, but you bring up George Brett. Who are like your favorite? Take Twins players off the board, because you got a bunch of favorite Twins players. I do have obviously. a bunch of favorites, and, and three that hate my guts, so that's good. <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll take, we'll take that complicated out. web exactly. out of the equation. Who are, <laughs> what, what is, like, your Mount Rushmore, your four favorite all-time baseball players, Tom? I can't say this publicly because I'll never hear the end of it. Do well, it. half of them are probably, they're probably dead anyways. I mean, uh, uh, Ted Williams. Ted Williams, God, phenomenal. Are they still freezing um, his head, by the way? That's what they say. It's sitting on a tuna can. Remember, they claimed the, they said it on a tuna can. You know that part's not true, but it sounds cool. Does that help cool. prop it up or something? <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess. All right, we'll start. But And I'm not saying this just because we're really good friends, all the rest of it, but I loved Herbeck as a player because he was just a big fella, could hit big home runs. He, here's a guy at the time, uh, 6'5", about 240, could do the splits at first base. I said, that's my kind of guy right there, man. <laughs> he could, I forgot, he could literally do the splits. At literally. That's a, that, it, it, keep writing down these YouTube ideas here. See if current Kent Herbeck can, can get anywhere near doing the splits. Let's go we, out to his house with a videography ask, team. We can ask him on Friday. A videography team and a physical therapy team. Yeah, yeah there right. you go. But, okay, so it can't be the Twins because all, all four of them would be Twins. There's no question about that. George Brett sounds like George Brett. George on Brett one, right? would be, definitely be on the list. Um, a couple of Boston players, I hate to admit that, but, you know. There's so many, Phil. The, the problem is I have so many guys that I looked up to in baseball and just thought, my God, these people are, are just, what the hell? I'm trying to think of his name. Who does a guy played for Boston and uh, legendary? Well, Carly Ostremski oh, yeah, was the yeah, batting was... champion from back in the day. Yeah, phenomenal yeah. player. For me, I, so I grew up, my, my dad's side of the family uh, grew up in Kankakee, Illinois, just about 45 minutes outside Chicago. So the, the, And I was born in Minnesota. So I was a Twins fan as a kid, but I was the Cubs were always like my secondary team. Sure. Oh, yeah. So I grew up, and some of my favorite, Andre Dawson was one of my favorite Loved players. Him. Yep. In the late, so basically, late 80s, 90s Cubs players. So for me, it's like Andre Dawson, Ryan Sandberg, uh, Mark Grace, one of the last players to not oh, sure. wear batting gloves. Remember yeah. him? He just like, he like set his cigarette down on the bat, like home plate and, uh, you know, tapped the dirt off his cleats. And then before I found out that he was not only taking steroids but also corking his bat, Sammy Sosa was my favorite player for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I remember that. He... And there was, there was an early game against Baltimore in, like, the early 2000s, and he had, like, four years of hitting 65 home runs every year. Nobody questioned anything, by the way. It's like, whoa, this is great. These guys are just hitting 70 bombs. And there was a game in Baltimore where Sammy Sosa, with his, like, elastic sleeves tight around those manufactured sure. biceps, <clears throat> He hits a bomb or something, and, and actually, I think he—I think he broke his bat grounding into a double play, and the bat shatters, and all these other like little pieces go shattering with it, and the umpires were picking 
pieces of cork up off the infield grass for like 20 minutes. Oh. And that's when we found out, yeah, okay, we, we kind of thought he was on steroids, and he's also corking his bat, so. Well, remember how much sure he used to that. sweat? Sosa yeah. sweat. Oh, my God, when he was on steroids. <laughs> Is that a steroid thing? Oh, God, yes. He's sweaty. Weightlifters. Do they make you sweat more? Oh, God, yes. You go to a gym with weightlifters, there you literally better have swim fins with you. Well, that makes sense because, yeah. right, it's a hormonal exertion yeah. extreme. And so, like, yep. when you're pregnant, you sweat a lot, too, and it's oh, a lot sure. of hormones. So I could see that. Did you get a pimply back like you get with steroids, I didn't. I did not. I just That's good. I got the, the biggest uh, side effect was having a baby inside of me. That was probably. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. How come Holy there's no more shit. bad guys, the, though? Yeah. I was going to say, how come there's no more bad guys? I mean, you mentioned, like, Sammy Sosa. There's no more bad guys in baseball. Like, like I missed no, the no, heels of baseball. No. Like, I grew up in the, like, late 80s Oakland A's, like, Jose Conseco and Mark yes. McGuire. Great And team. Nolan Ryan was getting in fights with everybody. <laughs> like, that's what I want back in baseball. Like, Dude, bring me back, guys. Canseco was, was a bad guy when he played, and then when he got done playing, he said, I'm going to write a book about all the other bad guys oh, yeah. without so their permission. Here's like 150 players who did steroids. Screw everybody. I'm Jose Canseco. That's Great. what I'm saying. Pete Rose is out there still just floating around in the world. Like, they should really start another, like, the XFL of baseball and just bring back all the disgraced guys. <laughs> yeah. Let them all do love. as many drugs yeah. as they want, and let's just see what happens. Love I mean, that. I'd yes. love to see Sammy hit 100 bombs on just so much TRT that you could literally melt, like, through a, uh, a oh, piss yeah. cup. It'd be great. Sammy's also the only guy from that era. I feel like everyone else pretty much has either been smoked out through, like, you know, like, they've been caught doing steroids, or they've just come out, like, Jason Giambi and Mark McGuire did Alex Rodriguez. They did, like, the apology. And Sammy is like, the only one who's still holding out. I did not. All these other guys who also hit... 85 home runs in, in, in the same season in steroids. I did not do steroids. Sammy, it's okay, man. Like, it was 25 years ago. Just uh, just admit it at this point. guy. Mark McGuire was great because yep. he'd be standing in front of his locker, like, in 1998. And the media, I'm not, like, picking at the media, but he'd literally have these bottles of pills, like Andro and the cream and the clear <laughs> and all this stuff, just in his locker while, while he's being interviewed. And, like, are those, is that vitamin D? Like, what is that? You could just cease bottles of steroids and supplements and HDH and nobody thought to ask him anything or you couldn't Google anything back in 1998, really. So I guess they just let it slide. Okay, two quick ones. One, because I saw him and the bat was not broken, by the way. Everybody always thinks the bat was, was, had already snapped a little bit. It was not. Jim Rice walked away from the uh, plate at the old Met Stadium and snap the bat in half. Give that a whirl sometime. See how far you get snapping a bat. Well, like in like half. over his knee or his no, head or just how? with his arms. What? Oh, what? Boom! I'm like, holy God! I mean, it's imp- I can't even get it to bend, much less break it. It was unbelievable. No, that sounds I can't dangerous. Can't fathom no. it. It's just wild. And then the other big one, of course, would be Fear Strikes Out. He would be one of my favorites of all time. Just what he went through and all the rest of it. Great movie. You ever seen the movie Fear Strikes Out? I have not. It's uh, Jimmy Pearsall, Jimmy though, right? Pier- it's Jimmy Pearsall. And yep. one of the reasons I loved him so much, he was a great player. Went, I mean, he played through hell with his emotions and his brain malfunctions and all the rest of it. But when he and Harry were doing the booth together, uh, with the White Sox first and then, and then with the Cubs, I think. I think Pearsall went, went with the Cub, uh, to the Cubs with him, didn't he? I think. Boy, if, but I don't uh, remember. If, 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 so you're saying he and Harry Carey were uh, were a broadcast booth for a while. That's oh my god! Blast. 
So Harry gives it the, Jimmy, look behind the plate there. Look at all those women sitting back there, the wives of all the players. Look at them. And Pierce Hall pauses and says, bunch of filthy whores. I can't. <laughs> On television. I can't. It's like, what? And like, you'd be like that thing where you're doing something else, like have the game on in the background, and it stops you in your tracks. I'm sorry, what? Why would you say? But Jimmy Did had some mental problems. You do remember that. Yeah, Can was... you imagine though, like today's like like Valley Sports? Yes. You're watching the Twins game, and you know Dick Dick Bramer, and uh, look, there's where the player wives are sitting. He throws it to Justin Morno, and Morno says, "Filthy whores." Because right. we'd have that recorded, we'd have that sent out everywhere. And that would be tuned. Yeah, exactly. That would be the exactly. audio you'd use in a TikTok constantly. You filthy whores. Well, Bert Bert Blylevin came the closest in the one yes. that didn't come yes. the closest. He thought they were pre-recording their intro yes. like 15 years ago. Yep. And he, he kind of stumbles over the stats. And by the way, it was uh, Anthony LaPanta was filling in for Dick Bramer that oh, day. Oh, sure. And uh, I don't know. I know. I know. I know. We we can drop f bombs here, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna say the f the the f word. But Burt Blylevin goes like he pauses after like fumbling his statistics and goes, oh, we got to start this effing thing over again because I just <laughs> effed it up." <laughs> And the video Bert. package is still playing. They're like showing Derek Jeter and Tori Hunter and <laughs> Anthony LaPanta in one of the greatest attempts at a save all time. There's like a beat of a pause and he goes, and Tori Hunter was two for four. Like, like, <laughs> I love it. The Everybody they come, does they come back things. and they're just like, they've got the two shot. They're both live on camera and Bert's just staring and LaPanta just keeps going, right? You know, Coming up next on Twins Live. You know. <laughs> live. The key part here is live. Is does baseball stand alone in that? More of that stuff happens around baseball than any other sport, as far as I can tell. Correct? Oh, yeah. You, you had, uh, who was it? It was um, Tom Brenneman, right, with the Reds? Oh, he, yeah. He, he was, it was like a hot mic, and he was commenting on some gal in the crowd during a commercial yes, break sir. or something. And then he comes back then, like a couple innings later, and he's, he's clearly being told, by his bosses during the game. You need to apologize. We had a hot mic. Oh. Uh, your career is probably over, but let's get through the game and see what happens. And uh, Nick Castellanos was the hitter who was up for the Reds. And Tom <laughs> Brenneman is literally like <laughs> clinging to his career live on this broadcast. I'm so sorry. This does not represent who I am as a man, as a father. And there's a deep drive to left by Castellanos, <laughs> and the game is tied. <laughs> Love that about baseball. Got, got, to, got to pause the career uh, apology and call the home run. <laughs> Phil, you got to go, unfortunately. We're on a roll here, man. This has been fun. Well, I'll see you guys later this week. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing probably back Friday here, and we can uh, we can clown around with your favorite all-time baseball player. You're, and if you see Judd today, walk up to him and go, you filthy whore. You, <laughs> <laughs> Chud, Chud, you filthy whore, you. <laughs> Phil, thank you, sir. All right, see you guys. Great having you on.